Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast with Steve Schallenberger. I'm your host, Jamie, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you transform your life and achieve results that otherwise would have seemed difficult or even impossible. Each episode is a mini training where you'll learn how to achieve extraordinary success. Steve is a number one national best-selling author. He successfully started 11 businesses in three separate industries. He is a highly sought-after keynote speaker and corporate trainer for large and small organizations around the world, executive coach, father of six, and founder of Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, Mr. Steve Schallenberger. Hi, this is Steve Schallenberger, welcoming you to this podcast series hosted by Becoming Your Best Global Leadership. We talk a lot about the inspired principle and impact of never giving up, this human willpower to push forward. And no doubt, this is one of the key principles of success in life. It makes such a difference. However, today we are going to talk about the other end of the spectrum and just as important as never giving up is the glory of the start. <laughs> and that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, uh, both of these are really important, the glory of the start. Now, why would we ever choose that set of words? Well, what does glory mean or glorifying? Well, it means to praise uh, to extol, exalt, revere, reverence. Well, I think that's quite appropriate here as we think about the start because this is the thing that uh, this quality changes the world, the ability on a consistent basis to, to start on the course of realizing important things, realizing our dreams or other things that are vital for our success. Here are a few other words that describe this. Uh, it, it describes something or represents as admirable, um, to ennoble or ele elevate to dignity. Well, that represents what this glory of the start is. Uh, here's a few more, the uh, noun, uh, a high renown or honor. Well, I think that is what should happen for those people that can consistently have this habit in their life to start the things that are important. Another one I like is magnificence or great beauty. It is a thing of beauty to start things. Uh, it might just be simple uh, or it might be really significant, the thing that we're going. But this first step, that's a big one. Uh, so I think that's it. Uh, another one of the descriptions of the verb is to take great pride or pleasure in. Well, we should because uh, we hear a lot of quotes about starting uh, the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step, or you don't have to be great to start, you just have to start to be great. Well, there's a lot of truth in that one. There's actually a whole book written about the art of the start. Um, a highly successful leader had on his desk a plaque that said the following, do it and do it now. Well, I love these thoughts about it because this is the most important part of any project is to get it going. You know, it is important to study things out. However, there comes a time to move and start making things happen. And that is where the real glory is. To, to do the necessary re research or studying things out uh, certainly 
is helpful before we get going. However, we do want to stay away from paralysis by analysis. And so this is the difference of someone that's really going to make things happen is to do the appropriate preparation, but then to get that going. A few years ago, a friend of mine, uh, Rick Iyer, and I were visiting. Uh, Rick is a great believer in people, and, and I mentioned that we had just completed uh, the book, Becoming Your Best. And then he mentioned, indicated that this was a tremendous accomplishment to make such a dream a reality. And then Rick added, and this was a surprising comment to me, he said, I wish I had a nickel for every person that told me they were going to write a book, <laughs> but they never did. <laughs> wow. And uh, so this represents a large majority of people. As a matter of fact, it's really symbolic of many uh, projects that we have in life. Uh, we have something we'd like to accomplish, but often there are many things standing in the way, and often first and foremost is ourselves. So how do we break through? Uh, how do we take something we want to do and to make it a reality by taking that regularly, taking being in the habit of taking that glorious first step? Uh, or it might be in the daily grind of things. How do we avoid procrastination and, and move to consistently getting things done? Or how do you form the habit to make this glory of the start a regular part of your life. Now, I like that terminology because that's what it is. It might be simple and small and under the radar, but every time you start something uh, that you know is important in your life, it's a, that's a glorious thing. That's grand. Now, there's no doubt that sometimes the hardest step is the first one. Uh, for example, just think about in your own life, different projects you may have had. Maybe it's to finish a, a proposal or to make a call, especially an unpleasant one uh, or one that is highly important. Or maybe it's to make 20 calls today in prospecting customers. Or maybe it's to launch a new product or division. And you may not have somebody overlooking your shoulder on this, but nonetheless, you know, it's out there to be done along with everything else that you have to do. Or I had one friend that was in one of our seminars uh, three years ago. Uh, his was to get married. <laughs> he, was, he was already 33 years old. So he put his down, get married. Another might be to read a book. So you have all of these things. And so how can you be sure that the glory of the start is a regular part of your life? And how can you be a mover and shaker on doing those kinds of things? I'd like to recommend just a couple of ideas that helps us to make this an important part of our life. And just like we want to uh, have a big part of our life never getting up, or never giving up, excuse me, uh, always getting back up when we're knocked down, well, also starting things, the front end of this is, is just as important. So here you go. Number one is to have a clear vision, uh, especially about ideas of the important directions in your life. Another dimension of this first one is then, once we have this vision, so for example, as a youth, 
going to college and, and getting a degree for me was a big deal. Another for me was to go on a mission. Uh, and these ended up then uh, making a lot of other choices for me as I started working on these visions you know, on this particular vision for me. Next is what are, uh, is having clearly written and motivating yearly goals. So these then are the ideas about the best things to do this year in conjunction with your vision, whatever it might be. Uh, and we can update these, our vision and goals, of course, as we realize them. And then maybe the third element of this tremendous trio is to do pre-week planning. These then become the ideas of what matters most this week. So we're creating in our life the right focus versus the wrong focus. And, and uh, this then allows us to start really getting great clarity, these ideas, which produces the focus, which allows us to move to the glory of the start. And I'll just illustrate this. So if you can envision starting at the high level, 30,000 feet, bringing it down now to reality, what am I going to do this year, and then what am I going to do this week? Taking a few minutes during the weekend to actually plan out through your roles, through the lens of your roles, what actions can I take that are most important this week that helps me realize then these yearly goals and the vision. It's an inspirational process, but it moves you from inaction to action. It moves you to the glory of the start, but now we have to figure out how to get it going. And so this is the next part as you've gone through this process. We, we see the big picture. It's an inspiring picture for us. We now move it down to our yearly goals, again by roles in the various areas of our life, so that we have a balanced focus on achieving greatness within our own life, and then what will we do this week, thinking about the actions by the roles. So that is the first thing you can do. Those three things, that, that, that trio, that is a huge thing that, mo that moves us to the glory of the start. Now, the next thing that does is taking a few minutes with this plan in front of us, because when you do pre-week planning, you can actually look at your becoming your best planner and you have the roles at the top and say, okay, here are the actions. Well, then you're going to answer, when will I do it? And now this is moving, setting you up to win. And so as you day in and day out, look at your plan. And you can transfer this to an electronic one as well. But nonetheless, what you do is the night before is we really start focusing in and then that morning, we chair fly on what our plan is that's been set up. We actually see ourselves accomplishing this before it ever happens physically. We see the possible challenges coming up. We can close our eyes and walk through the actions that are on the sheet. And, and now we see ourselves starting things. We see ourselves starting proposals that we know we're going to complete. We're not going to give up until we get it done on a timely basis. This is the willpower part. But we see ourselves making certain calls. They may be pleasant. They may not be. Uh, we see ourselves doing exercise. Uh, this is part of the plan. And now we're set up to win. And maybe one last third element that may be helpful in this is it doesn't hurt to have an accountability coach or partner 
that you can share your goals with and set a time to periodically report how things are going. Uh, so what are you going to go? What are you going to commit to? It might be exercise or another person. For example, I was uh, watching one of our becoming your best seminars sitting in the back. And so I became an accountability coach with one of the uh, participants. It was fun. And so we set a date to report in a month. Mine was to do a certain type of exercise twice a week for the next four weeks. Uh, hers was to do pre-week planning. So we are going to um, report, just happens to be September 11th, which is her birthday. <laughs> so it's on my mind. I'm thinking of this is an example of doing that. Uh, these things then help us get set up to do it. So uh, let me illustrate how this can be done with three real-life examples. I'm going to choose the one of uh, setting this up with um, Sandy and uh, the person, my accountability coach. And so number one is uh, to uh, exercise for me. I, I, of course, have regular exercise. What's my vision? So let's take it back to what we've talked about. It is to be physically fit. I want to be in good health. That's the vision. So I am physically fit. Uh, what are my goals this year? Well, my goals are to uh, exercise 750 miles, 5,000 sit-ups and push-ups, and to participate in a certain type of more rigorous exercise called the Ron Williams Build and Burn. That is a 45-minute, very intense exercise. <laughs> and so uh, that is the annual goal. On a weekly planned basis, so what I do is I sit down during the weekend, I set up my week, think of the roles in each area, professional, uh, what am I going to do in my professional goals, my work, uh, community, as a husband with my family, self, part of the self is then exercise five times. There's the goal, and now when will I do it? I look at it, and the Ron Williams build and burn Tuesday and Thursday. I see the time. It's going to take at least 45 minutes. The other part is uh, not as rigorous, but it is walk two miles three times a week. So it's laid out. Now all I have to do is the day before is I, I see the week. This fits. I can do it. If not, let's say that I have an early morning meeting or if I'm going to be traveling for two days, then I have to juggle these so that they can fit. Well, then as I get to that day, the night before, I'll look at it. I see it happening. I close my eyes. I know I have to have everything ready that morning, uh, and it happens. That is the glory of the start. I do it. All I have to do, for example, with that Ron Williams build and burn, is I have the television uh, there. The screen is up. Uh, I put out the equipment that's necessary. All I have to do is push the button. There is the glory, and it has started. <laughs> and then I'm into it, and I'm not stopping. Uh, same thing on walking the two miles. All I have to do is see myself. I have the clothes laid out. There's my shoes. Uh, I have the stuff on. I walk out the door. I see where it is in the schedule. All I have to do is walk down my driveway. That is the glory of the start. I'm not turning back, and I'm going to have fun doing it because I'll listen to things while I'm out there 
uh, I'll memorize, and it's a grand time. That's a good example, okay? Our exercise, it's one that is a real challenge for people, but that's how we can glorify an everyday starting that, and then it starts becoming a habit. Now, I mentioned I'd give a couple more examples. This next one is Liddy. I met Liddy two and a half years ago in Rwanda. Rwanda is an amazing country. Uh, it's the second fastest growing economy in Africa. Very safe place. Great leadership in the country. And this is a country on the move. Liddy is between 35 and 40 years old. She's wonderful. I just love the light in her eyes. Uh, she has a publishing company there, but she, uh, two and a half years ago when we met, she said, I have something I've been wanting to do. And I said, what's that? And she said, I've been wanting to start a, a set of schools. And she told me about what the dream was. She said, I've had this dream for a number of years. I just haven't been able to get to it. And so she actually went to our Breakthrough Leadership Conference uh, there in Rwanda where we had the chance to identify that vision. We set it into a set of goals. What are you going to do this year? And by the end of the conference, we actually set up not only process pre-week planning, but who would do what and when. And so she had this the ideas clear in her mind, which allowed her to create the focus. Uh, she did set up an accountability partner. And uh, I had the chance to be in Rwanda just a few months ago, it was so fun to see Liddy again, uh, and she picked me up from uh, the hotel and gave me a ride to one of our conferences, and she said, I want you to know that we now have two schools that are fully operational, and then she shared some of the other things she wants to do. Well, she glorified in her start. She actually set a date. She followed through. She did these things that we're talking about. This is the glory of the start. It's a happy time, and it gives you confidence that you can get it done next time and next time and next time. Well, that's where it starts, and of course, then there's a lot of challenges that'll come up. That's where the never give up comes into play. That's where we use our exercise, our willpower, and our stick to uh, and we adapt, we sidestep, we make changes, but we move forward until we have accomplished uh, something great. Uh, now, here's the last example today. Uh, I was just thinking about this, and I mentioned the book, uh, Becoming Your Best. This had been something I had planned on for some time. So how did I get this? How did I turn this into a reality? Uh, Becoming Your Best, the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders. Well, the vision was clear is uh, I did want to take this 40 years of research and put it into a place that people could use it. Leaders could apply these valuable principles that have been used for centuries to create sustainable excellence. That was the vision. Then uh, with Rob, our first son, was going to get out of the Air Force, I said, now's the time. And so I made it part of the goal. The question is then, how am I going to move into action? How do I get this started? Well, being aware that there's a lot of things like you that are going on in my life, how am I going to keep it from being pushed aside? So in my plan of attack, uh, I called a friend. And I said, John, this is John Wilkinson. Uh, I am going to write a book, and I'd like to have you 
be of help to me. And here's how you can help. I'd like to have you meet with me every week, and we will go over one part of each chapter. We'll start with chapter one, and we'll spend three or four weeks on each chapter, and then we'll complete it, and then I'll move on. Well, that is exactly what we did. We actually took it down to the level, uh, set up the plan for the year. He agreed. We set up the plan of how it would do, how we'd take, make this go forward, uh, and then in my pre-week planning, simply slotted it in, and we set up uh, two hours at a time, and it was a great experience for both of us. And of course, the book then became a reality. Little by little, it took shape, and then uh, it became a manuscript. We sent it out to 120 people throughout the whole nation to review. We got feedback, and then we looked for the publisher, and that's when we were able to have the great fortune of working with McGraw-Hill, and uh, also a wonderful agent, and the rest is history. Uh, we've been so blessed and fortunate that it has become a national and international bestseller, and it is fulfilling what we hoped that might do. Well, that's just how we got it going. So every great accomplishment really starts at the beginning. Once in the course, then we stay the course. We don't give up. Uh, we'll make the adjustments along the way uh, to fully realize your inspired vision and goals. And so whether it's on a daily basis uh, or whether it's a big project or a dream, it is developing this habit to be great and glorifying the start, making that a big part, and of course also not giving up. So this is the mighty combo. Glorifying the start, never give up, and you're on your way down the road of realizing your dreams. It is just a matter of time. It has been a delight to be with you today on this podcast. I'd love to hear any of your feedback or thoughts on this particular subject. Ideas that you have, what's your experience been on starting and also finishing? This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Becoming Your Best podcast. Don't forget you can find more great episodes of the podcast at becomingyourbest.com forward slash podcast, along with great show notes, a full transcript of the episode, and all the links and resources mentioned in the episode. Please share your comments and questions with us. We want to hear from you. The best way you can show your appreciation for our podcast is to leave an honest rating and review on iTunes. Now it's time for you to take action and truly start becoming your best. Remember, good, better, best. Never let it rest until the good is better and the better is best. Oh,